This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the cold current voice of your local announcer letting you know that your night tonight is going to be the coldest one we've had so far this year. And in a couple of days later, they're talking about temperatures in the 20s. Oh, gosh. That, that, that came on faster than I wanted to see. It's hot chocolate time. Well, that takes care of everything, doesn't it? For me, it does. <laughs> the voice you just heard was that of Marianne. Hi. Who is the co-host, co, uh, co, the, <laughs> the co-host uh, of our show, The Food Show, which just started just now. So you haven't missed anything lately. We talk about food, eating, restaurants, cooking, wine, all that. Hey, how would you like a little menu from uh, Shia, a restaurant that everybody seems to love. Thank you. Boing, there it is. I just had the best <clears throat> lunch. Tell me. Oh, I, where'd you have it? I want one, too. Yeah. Well, you were busy. I was? Yeah. How did uh, whoever? Cochon. Oh, you went there for lunch? I've never I had... haven't been to Cochon in so long. We were going to go to Butcher. Yeah. But the line at Butcher was mind-boggling. And once you got your order in... Yeah. An extensive amount of hovering was required to get the few tables that were there. It's amazing, isn't it? And the music was so loud, and I finally said, forget it. We're going over to Cochon. And so we did. And I didn't, it's been so long since I've been to Cochon, I didn't even know they had that second room on the other street, which is a gorgeous room with exposed brick and a lot of light. Oh, it's beautiful. Anyway, Aron Sanchez was there being oh, yeah? tapped on the shoulder by countless people to get up and take a picture with them. <laughs> he was very gracious, very, very gracious. Anyway, um, the food was delicious. I, I, it, it inspired me to ask a question. Name some places that you would go just for the bread. Now, I have said a million times that I don't eat bread unless it clears a certain threshold. And oddly enough, there is a kind of bread that I do like and will try when I see it. And it's very atypical of the kind of bread that I like, which is like Belgard, where you really have to, you know, and, and mm -hmm. use your teeth. So... These Parker House rolls that we had out of the package for Thanksgiving when I was growing up, I've seen them, well, at the Parker House, and I've seen them at Brennan's where they're excellent, but they're also at Cochon. And I could tell as soon as they arrived at the table that it was going to be bad. It was going to be bad. It was, it was going to be bad, bad for me. Bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to dive in head first and eat the whole thing. And they were they were light and fluffy, and they had a little mound, little mound of top, and they were shiny from I guess maybe egg or something that makes it shiny and crispy on the top. Mm -hmm. 
oh my gosh, they were incredible. And I did, in fact, eat all of them, and, and I had a few more, too. Huh. But I thought about this coming over who, who here because it? I did make sure that I walked back. Um, it was Koshan. Oh, oh, I see. And I, I thought it would be kind of a problem to be there today because they're heavily involved in the Budan and Beer Festival. But, um, you know, everything was fine. Uh, it was packed and it's it was delicious. And I I've never, you know, I just thought of it as kind of a touristy place, but I absolutely loved it. And I was just wondering, does anyone else have a place or a couple of places where you would go and and you would go just for the bread? That's how good the bread is. Mm. Commander's Palace, this place, Koshan. Mm-hmm. Um, Justine, because it's Bellegarde Epi Breads. Let's go to Keith. Impostados. Oh, Impostados. Hey, I forgot doing? about Impostados. Yeah. yeah. Keith. Keith. Yeah. Welcome. Come on in. Yeah. I have an idea for a cookbook for Tom. A okay. cookbook for Tom? Yeah, for Tom to write. Fire away. How about New Orleans holidays? New All Orleans the holidays. New Orleans dishes that are cooked only one time a year during the holidays. Mm. Well, now, what would be in that book? You must have something in mind. Okay. Well, I, one thing that Thanksgiving, just... Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. That, yeah. They well, all have different dishes. Yeah. And what would those be? Okay, things like uh, oyster artichoke soup. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Oyster dressing, maybe, huh? Oyster dressing. You don't find a you don't find a cookbook like that. Yeah. Jambalaya. Uh, now, do you eat jambalaya years, uh, at holidays, Keith? No, not really. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, on New Year's, you could cook um, uh, black-eyed peas, cabbage. Cabbage rolls. Mm -hmm. Just an idea. Just an no, idea it's a I good idea. I'm just wondering what your own yeah. personal tastes are and what inspired you to make that suggestion. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, idea because there are certain things that you only eat at a certain time of year or when the weather is a certain way. And then you mm -hmm. never see it the rest of the year, which is, if, unless I misunderstood what you were saying here. Yeah, that's, that's what I was saying. Yeah. What you would cook... A full spread for Thanksgiving, a full spread for Christmas. A lot of your dips. You know, some people do a spread instead of a formal Christmas dinner. Uh, That's uh, basically dip. what we do at our house. Uh, we'll, yeah. yeah. What the, the typical New Orleans family does for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Now, and, what do you do for Christmas, Keith? Uh, we put on a spread. Yeah, but I mean, like, what's the main meat? Uh, ham. Ham, okay. And turkey sometimes. Ham and turkey, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we have this fantasy in the Fitzmaurice house where we're going to do a grand English-style roast prime rib for Christmas with um, popovers. No. What is, what is the pudding? Popovers. What's, it called? What's their pudding called? Uh, I know what you're talking about. I mean, it is a popover. The the pudding yeah. is is uh, a popover. Hmm? Yorkshire Yorkshire pudding. Thank Yorkshire you very pudding, much. Right. Keith's screaming at me, and I'm I'm not even listening to him. Yorkshire pudding. You are absolutely correct. Thank you, Keith. Uh, yes, and what? <laughs> it hurts, Doug. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so, yes, Yorkshire pudding. Have you ever tried to make Yorkshire pudding, Keith? No, I ate it 
before, but no, I never tried yeah. that. Yeah, it's yeah. it's basically a, a popover. It's like with, a Gruyere. With juices from a from a roast. It's it's a Gruyere without cheese. Because it's, it's mm-hmm. one of those things where it's got like a shell to it and then nothing inside of it. Mm-hmm. Like, like, a, um, like an eclair. Mm-hmm. I do eclair. I think it's pate de choux. I think that's what it is. <clears throat> that kind of pastry. Anyway, that's a good idea, Keith. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yeah, I have a question for you. Yes. What exactly is a club sandwich? You refer to it on your show oh. all the time, but I don't know what it is. You uh, got lucky in <laughs> b- b- calling at exact Exactly the time where the person I know who is closest to um, club sandwiches, club sandwiches yes. is actually sitting there. So, Marianne. Okay, a club sandwich, uh, yeah. in, in my opinion, yep. and I'm not James Beard who, who likes it the classic way, which is actually chicken. But That's what he I, said. If I go out looking for a club sandwich, I am looking for the following things. I am looking for three slices of wheat Toast. Actually, I would prefer sourdough toast, but you don't usually see that. Sourdough toast is not something you see very often. Right, not around here. Yeah. So three slices of that. And between those slices, I would expect to see thinly sliced ham, thinly sliced turkey, and Swiss cheese, and thick, smoky bacon. Bacon. Also lettuce, tomato, and a little mayo. Mm -hmm. And then you put that sandwich together, and then you make another whole round of that for the second tier. So this is double tiered Mm -hmm. like that. And then you take your hand, and you put it on top of that pile of deliciousness. And carefully, not slicing your hands, you cut oh, it don't into see quarters. If you, can avoid that. you cut it into quarters diagonally, mm-hmm. and then you turn that sandwich, stand it up with the point facing you. Okay. That's a club sandwich. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just curious. I mean, I'm sure other I, people are just I, as curious. Well, well, there's one other thing that we haven't mentioned, and that is, in order to get a good. Uh, club sandwich you must be a member of the club of the club oh, boy you know <laughs> hopefully I'm, the first requirement I'm, I'm is being ha- able to say club uh, yeah that, um, you have to be so conscious if you are looking for this sandwich my mm. favorite in town is porter and luke luke although they do serve it with a honey mustard which is not my thing i ask him to swap it out for mayo and martin's wine cellar has another very classic one you'd have mm. to ask for the executive club the executive Those are my club. current two favorites. Let's check the menu and um, see if it's on there. I've got the whole menu. Here. Yeah, Francesca also has a good one, but I would do, rate do, those do. exactly as I said them. Uh-huh. And that's it. Thank you so much. All right. You take care. Keith. Thanks, Thanks for calling. Two six zero six three six eight on this Friday you afternoon. Right now, you'll get right in, and, and it's kind uh, of murky out there. No, oh, it's, it's 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 grim. It's grim. You know that story. Uh, of, told it several times lately Lumi. about uh, the fact that I was working downtown, not too far away from where we're sitting right oh, now. Oh, wait, are we going to the Bonton We're going to the Bonton. <laughs> and uh, I no, walked into really? the Bonton, and, and it was so murky and cold outside uh, and windows you know, open yes. and, and pieces of trash blowing around. And I thought, Lovely. This, this is about the, the last thing that would make you feel happy if, 
and <clears throat> and it uh, it just shifted all around. And now every year at this time, this this would be this the is perfect the time. time. This yeah. is the time. Okay. And it's it's, it's not really cold, although it's going to be it's cold windy and tonight it's cold. for the boudin and beer people. It's going to be really cold. That is right. Yep. But seventy chefs outdoing each other with their take on boudin. That's how many they're getting this year? That's unbelievable. And I'm not talking about people you've never heard of. I'm talking about the creme de la creme of town, in town, and also out of town. Uh, they've got about seven or eight from the Gulf Coast, because, I mean, em- Emerald lives there now, so Gulf Coast. And you know who's here, Tom? Jimmy Bannon from uh, Heaven on Seven. Yeah, I was. Uh, I mean, he doesn't live here, sh- but he's here for that. He's do- he's doing. Oh, no he's got kidding. an entry. Yes, in that. Yeah, is he still running that place in Chicago? Apparently, because it said Heaven on Seven in the list. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, good stuff tonight. If you are liking that boudin, and who doesn't? If you're from That'll here, that'll warm you up. And uh, it, yeah, so we we went to that put me in the mood to go to Cochon. Hmm. And we had. Um, I'm gonna. I'm, I'll go through this a little bit later. Let me throw out a couple of questions. Yeah, because we're gonna take a break in a few minutes. But um, the bread, which is something that I never eat, the bread was so appealing. I ate. I'm not even gonna say what I ate of the bread, and um, it reminded me of breads that were so good, I would just eat the bread at a restaurant. I'm wondering if you have any restaurants like that where, you know, if you are a a discriminating bread eater Mm -hmm. um, and you find something that's really spectacularly good, where is that? I want to know. And do you, you know, do you ever see yourself like thinking, well, you know, I could just eat the bread here. Commander's Palace, garlic bread. Impostados. I can't believe I forgot impostados. That little loaf of Italian bread is fantastic. And it's a little uh, bakery that hardly anybody knows about in Metairie. Yeah. Because you have to go looking for it. And they they only work in the early part of the year of of the day. And then they shut down at noon. Don't even think about showing up at 1201. Don't even think about it. That bread is so fantastic. It is incredibly good. And you can get it. You can get it as a, a whole Italian loaf. I used to do that when the kids came in from Georgetown Prep, and I used to feed them because they came to work on rebuilding the city. And I had, instead of little mini muffaladas, which got to be really expensive, I mm-hmm. would take those Italian rolls and just do one big muffalata, <laughs> which is actually a great <laughs> thing a if concept. you're entertaining people for, you know, like a, a football party or something. That's a great thing to do. Just get that loaf and toast it and then <laughs> load it up with all the muffalata stuff uh-huh. and then slice it into two-inch fingers. That works very, very well. Anyway, bread around town. Where's the good stuff? This was spectacularly good. Spectacularly good. Yeah, well, I would go there just for the bread, although mm-hmm. there's plenty of other great stuff to be had. And I'll talk about that when we come back. Yeah. 260-6368-WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Hi there. Welcome back. You have uh, somehow, somehow stumbled into the food show. Gosh, I hope they haven't stumbled. Uh, well, I mean, sometimes they stumble, but they don't hit anything. So I like okay. to flatter myself and think that yeah. they came willingly of their own accord to <laughs> listen to us blather about uh-huh. food. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there are worse things you could do. 
especially I mean, I, on a chilly day. I know Doug has gotten into it. Yeah? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I'm looking past you, Doug. I mean, uh, Tom. Uh, you are? I'm looking over your shoulder out the I'm window looking... at this gloomy, gloomy day and see that there's a Norwegian getaway, a gigantic that's a big one. Vessel. I, I don't. Think I didn't even know they were in town. I didn't either, but I don't think it'll fit underneath the bridge. I didn't even. I didn't even look at that. And Just they're not. They're that. not going <clears throat> that way anyway. That would be going yeah, upriver to Baton Rouge. But um, they get very close though. But well, they flip around. But that is a really enormous ship. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I have to ask Deb, our travel agent, what the story is on the Norwegian getaway because. They must be new to town. I mean, I knew we had Norwegian ships here, but I've never heard of that one. Unless I just, unless I've just left the cruise world forever and have not paid a whole lot of attention tisk, tisk. to it since. Oh well, you know these since things our happen. last cruise to uh, New England. Two six zero six three six eight. So the question was, uh, my question anyway, which is, uh, is there a restaurant in town whose bread is so good? That you would go just for that. I'm going to add another one to that. Windsor Court at lunch. Those little cheese, uh-huh. cheese yeah. and herb biscuits are good enough to do that. Yeah, just those to are go good. there for that. So that's it. That's my only list. I've got the Epi breads from Justine. These breads at Cochon. Uh, Brennan's has another version of them, but I, they're not as flaky on the top. And then Commander's Palace, which has its incredible garlic bread. And impastados with their little rolls, which if you love those rolls, you can get them at Angelo's Bakery mm-hmm. until noon, Monday through Friday. And you have to go all the way out to Kenna. You have to go to Elise. That's Who's, where it is. Who is sneezing that I can hear from here? Oh, that was No, still, I think it's like down on the street where they're working. Um, that was a, a, it's leftover yeah. from the last time I sneezed. <laughs> It's reverberating back. Anyway, um, you can go to the Domino's Pizza at the corner of Elise and West Metairie. I was about to say that because... Yeah, that would be the landmark. You could call uh, pizza a bread. It's more bread than anything else. Yeah, you definitely can. But if you wanted to go get those infestado breads at Angelo's, they will sell them to you individually. But you have to get there before noon, and you go out to Kenner to West Metairie. And uh, at Elise, yeah, at Elise, all the way in the back of the shopping center. Two six zero six three six eight. Tom, it is National Cappuccino Day, and I know how is you it? love that. Now it shouldn't be National Cappuccino Day because no. we're not even cappuccino isn't even American. No, maybe but it's maybe so it's what? International <laughs> Cappuccino Day. I'll have to look that up. Well, I guess that's when. It's what? <laughs> a National Harvey, Wall, Harvey, Harvey Wallbanger Day, okay. yeah, according to uh, Yes. Well, okay. Well, you know, that's good. I remember when those first came out, when I was in college, I think just about everybody who drank those things was in college. Weren't they kind of the like orange or something? Were they orange? Is uh, it orange juice? What was it? I don't remember what goes into them. Anybody Doug know? Doug probably knows. Doug, what was in a Harvey Wallbanger? Doug is kind What? <laughs> Thank you, Doug. Mm. Thank you so much. He said booze. Doug is like the Wizard of Oz. You know? Is that it? Whenever we need an answer like that, we just go to him and he's he's cross our fingers and No, no, he always is there. He's like the Wizard of Oz. He's always there. Till you see behind the curtain and then anyway. Uh two six zero six three six eight. So Cappuccino, you love Cappuccino. Yes. 
Now, do you like cappuccino more than espresso, or do you like espresso more than cappuccino? Well, first, let's, let's anyway? notice that a, a cappuccino is kind of like the outermost construction of this thing. The, the first one is a... Uh, the the first one you made a, 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 a cappuccino cap, no no espresso the, the espresso okay. it's just espresso it's that coffee made with a lot of steam and it's a lot of has a lot of uh, so it's got the foam it has not really no, not really no I think it's the other one that has the foam right no, it, yeah it's uh, it, it's pretty much all it is it's, the espresso is like a shot of black coffee that's isn't what it, it that's its function it it you would uh, people who were working. Uh-huh. Uh, instead of having them get off the place where they're working and uh, having a sit down and to drink their coffee, they would you you would just the people would just walk over to where that happened. They'd pick up the little cup, bang, and it's get back to work. Okay. And I mean, really, that's that's the whole story behind uh-huh. it. But um, there were some people who really liked it, so they steam in either cream or milk or nothing at all. But that's the the least interesting of that last one, and then you wind up with uh, something that's you got an interest in it. That's the, the foamy part of it, the uh, uh, actual. How many of those? What's your limit itself. of those? Because I know after a while you say oh, I've had enough of those. Yeah, I mean they they're 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 alcohol. Wait, they don't have alcohol at all. Caffeine. The caffeine, Super caffeine. part of it that yeah. it slams in you, and and it just after. Uh, a, you know, 15 minutes, I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. then again, I'm a ween. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, well, for once, you said it instead of me. <laughs> yeah, well, I got to go with you the. Just ju- it's just jumping the gun. You're just trying to get ahead of me on it. No. On saying that. No. Yeah. All right. So what's on that list? It looks like you have something there, Tom, that yeah, you've been things. anxiously wanting to talk about. Go ahead. Oh, I don't really have anything like that. And cappuccino was on the list because it was on our other list. And uh, if you want to know where our other list is, here's how you get there. Go to nomenu.com. Just click it on your uh, your computer, and there it is. We put different things there every day. You know, we were talking yesterday to Tim. Tim? Of Timely. Tim of Tim, Timely. Yeah, oh, I remember that And you guys up. were talking briefly <clears throat> about his um, traversing the bourbon country of um, Kentucky. And mm. you were so, so thrilled to be able to declare yet again that you're a Kentucky <laughs> colonel. But I'm today, a Kentucky, uh, yeah. But, mm-hmm. but it's funny that we, you were talking about that yesterday because today in your almanac, mm-hmm. in 1789, it's the day that a Baptist minister named Elijah Craig distilled the first whiskey made from corn mash. This was in Bourbon County, Kentucky. Mm. He's a businessman. It is not known really what year he started his distil- distillery, let alone the day, but the date is traditional as the birthday of bourbon. Oh, do you think that's why they have the bourbon and boudin and beer festival? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let me call somebody. It's funny because it would be, hey, you know, exactly on the day. And I'm sure that it hasn't. Uh, I'm sure it hasn't. Everybody knows that. I don't know about that. Oh, that's not that Nigel Creighton, is it? Nigel? Nigel the bartender? I thought I heard. I thought I caught You wouldn't believe how many people have asked me to uh, go find where he is. Nigel has. Nigel the. Well, my vote is for Wentworth Brewster. Wentworth Brewster is also out there somewhere. Brewster was much funnier. Also, today you have in your edible dictionary a Rainier cherry. 
Yeah, it's a very different kind of a cherry than what you will see around here. They're bigger. They're delicioso. And they're very, they're very dark in color. Actually, they're kind of yellowish, aren't they? Yellowish? Oh, I they're know. They're yellowish Wait. and pinkish. I'm, I'm thinking I'm confusing two things here. Yeah, You're the Rainier cherry right. is pink and yellow. But the black one is the one you put in a, a Manhattan. Yeah, well, that's that's an Italian thing. But I remember visiting my sister in Seattle yeah. in June, as in late June, almost July. Yeah. And we went to Mount Rainier where the snow was still several feet deep. And it Ooh. was it was so weird to be in the middle of the summer, like right as we turned the corner on July, and have it actually it might have been in July because I think we were there for fourth of July, but but to go up there to Mount Rainier and see the snow. And Rainier cherries were everywhere. Absolutely everywhere at the roadside stands. They are delish, Mm -hmm. really delish. Mm -hmm. And, of course, when I came home, I had a whole bunch of them. And I don't know what it is with me with fruit. I just, I don't eat fruit. You don't? I don't eat fruit. At all? It was really really great to have the, the Rainier cherries, and we just were eating them while we were driving along. And there wasn't any effort required except to open your mouth and spit out the seed. But... I don't know. Now we did we did crack open the first of the harvest of the satsumas yesterday. Uh, you beat me to it, and uh, of course it doesn't really relate to what we were talking about. But uh, yesterday, after watching it for really the, like eight months or or thereabouts, uh, the first satsumas came off of our bush. Now this is kind of a joke because there's a total of nine. Well, now there's only Cappuccino. six. I'm, I'm sorry, nine. Not, there's only six now because there's we only... ate three of them because we have to because they've been there so long they're starting to shrivel, which uh, is sad. I don't know. The ones I picked up were just right, and they were still a, a little on the green side on the inside, which it really ought to get they were delicious. a little far. But I could not believe how good they were. So and now I I know that this was totally on the up and up because it was still there on the little. You, you couldn't call it a bush. It was mm-hmm. a uh, like a tree. A tree? No, no. It was much smaller it's, than a tree. It's like a baby. Like, it's a, like baby a baby Sophie. tree. But if you took a bite of it, you would say this must be one of the selected ones over here in this bag that you got from wherever. Yeah, and it was really it, good. It was but really it, good. it wasn't. No, it was. Tree was real... working so hard to keep itself. Oh, I think going. it's pretty happy because I didn't see anything. Uh, I wish we'd planted more of those because then we wouldn't have to go get bags and bags yep. of them. But um, I mean, it is right where the cars pass, so I guess you know. I guess. Well, the main part of this message is, if you like satsumas or any kind of citrus fruits um, that you have a taste for. The but especially, especially satsumas. Uh, eat all you can right now. You will not believe how good it is. It is, uh, it, it's juicy. Nature's candy. Not just juicy. It. It's, it's really uh, almost sticky from the, the sugar content of it. And you know it's perfectly all right because you just cut it off of a... a off of a sprig of a of it's a bush. It's absolutely delish. Yes. All right. I'm going to finish <clears throat> back to Rainier cherry. You yeah. say that a variety of cherry grown mostly in Washington State, correct? The Rainier yep. was developed in 1952 by Harry Vogel. It's pale red and yellow and is known yeah. for its sweetness. It's one of the sweetest cherries in the market, oh. but it doesn't travel especially well. 
We will be seeing it in markets in June if they get here. here. It's well enough liked that it has its own day of celebration, July 11th. They are much loved in Japan, where it is said they can sell for a dollar each. A Rainier, a cherry, Mm -hmm. one cherry. Wow. That's kind of wow is all I can say. All right. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Hello. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's nice to be here with you and also with Marianne. Hi. Hi. Are you directing that at me or you have someone uh, else working? Usually I'm directing most things that I say to the listeners. Hmm. Well, I'm glad we got that straight. <laughs> Let's see. There was something I wanted to, to talk about today, and it just completely eludes me. Okay, so it's, we're done with cappuccino because yeah, I it. thought cappuccino was something you really, really loved. No, and I had really do. a lot do. more to say about here, that. Here is, uh, here's the whole uh, story behind that. I was with a bunch of um, Italian-American uh, restaurateurs, and they were doing a tour in uh, um in the farthest uh, eastern... Not Puglia. Not Puglia, no. Uh, in in, in uh, the Veneto. In the, no, it wasn't that high up. No, okay. it, wasn't, it wasn't far away. Friuli? It, Friuli, that's where we okay. were. Okay, all right. In Friuli. And uh, we did all kinds of neat things there. It was a really uh, a great area. But uh, they, uh, they was had... Was that your first a, trip abroad, Tom? No. Uh, it wasn't? No. Uh, <clears throat> where, where do you does Canada count? How about New York and No, no, no. I'm talking about across okay. the pond. Let's see. Uh, no, no, I had been to Finland. Oh, so the Finland trip was the first that, one. It was two trips jammed together. Right, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How'd in you know that? Old, in the good old days, because I'm your wife. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> two six zero. Imagine that. Six three six eight no it, I, let what? me let me finish this story yeah, okay go ahead uh so we were uh in in that part of the of the country and one of the things that they did around there especially near the hunt uh, the uh country or the city of um uh, huh, no not for um uh okay. yeah I, I just said the word a minute ago and uh it's yeah. well, just uh, keep anyway going. it doesn't <clears throat> it's not really all that relevant keep going <laughs> No, no. No, I'm just saying I, the city I'm, isn't important. I'm, Go I'm, ahead and say what I, you're going to say. I had lunch with the man who was the top executive of one of the major uh, coffee makers. In, in, oh, is it Ely? It, it wasn't. No. It, it wasn't them, but That's it was fine. somebody French, very close to that. And they, they, this. Oh, what's that they, Italian one? Well, they all were very Italian, but in the in the northeast yeah, part of the I'm country. Yeah, trying to think of what that is. And. Uh, I wound up having lunch with the, this guy, who was the mm-hmm. chairman of the board of uh, the outfit, and uh, he said um, he uh, disapproved of the way I was drinking uh, cappuccino, any cappuccino or espresso or, espresso or anything. Okay. He said uh, he told me, you know, here in Italy, we don't put uh, anything like lemon in there, like uh, some people do, I see in your country. Really, uh, they do. I mean, they don't. In, no, we do that in this country. Sure, we yeah. Put lemon s- and coffee. A little no. squat. No, just the just the rind, not the not the juice. Really? Yeah, yeah. You hmm. see that? Not too much anymore. Now that I'm telling you about it, I I realize I have not seen that in a in a good That's while. That's really weird. I think. Um, yeah, it is. Well, every this. this President uh, guy told okay. me, uh-huh. "Well, uh, you know that was there for uh, the days 
after the war, and everybody was, you know, doing all they could just to gather together What's the, the basics. That little, that little machine that you can get that's Italian. Which one? I don't know. Tell, anyway. What does it do? No, it's it's a it's a cappuccino oh. machine. Anyway. Well, anyway, he uh, <clears throat> he uh, we talked about all the kinds of of uh, espressos and and or just coffees in general, and he really, as you might imagine, he really knew his stuff. Uh-huh. But it was uh, it was interesting to hear some some of the uh, an Italian talk about actual Italian yeah, coffee. Yeah, and he he said and. Funny I, I they said, don't want to copy you know, our coffee. In Why a, in America? <laughs> who who do you think uses uh, the greatest amount of sugar? In America? Yeah, in for espresso and, and all of that. I would think everyone. Everyone, you would think uh, so, and you'd be right because in uh, of course in, we use a lot of sugar in everything. In here. Italy, they they put a big spoonful of sugar or whatever it is uh, in there, and it's. Uh, and you think, oh no, I, this this is one of the things where you would drink it totally dry. Really? Not tr- not. Well, I would think that in no, order you to would get it down, you, you would have to sweeten it with something because I yeah. would imagine it's really mm, bitter. It's, I mean, it it's just a looks bit. bitter to me. But anyway, I had not had a taste for uh, all of those uh, kinds of, of coffees, and I. Uh, I'd never really ordered them, and I, in fact, Must I wondered. Must have been kind of eye-opening for you. What was it like it when was. you first had that? Because that was, that was. <clears throat> it was when I was having lunch. Thirty-two years ago, and the, you were thirty-six, I think, like at that, that time. Mm-hmm. So you, you were, you had not had Italian coffee at that. Well, point? I'd had it, but I didn't care much about it. And most of the very few restaurants that had the machine, they would make jokes about it. Yeah. The the, the best one being. Yeah. Uh, well, never mind. No, I know that. Yeah, okay. I mean, I can do it if you can't finish it. But it's uh, the, uh, the. What does cappuccino mean in Italian? In Italian, it means uh, out of order, yeah. <laughs> because because they seem like they always were. I remember. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's probably because it was in the early days of importing yeah. them. I'm sure it's improved a lot. Oh, since it, then. it's now it's everywhere you go. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. you, you can't avoid it anywhere. Yeah. All right, two six zero six three six eight is the number. Are you going to the Boudin beer and? Bourbon. Thank you. Bourbon, boudin, and beer. Mm-hmm. Now, it's all of a sudden, it just hit me like a light bulb. Maybe the reason it's at this time of year is that, now, obviously, it's falling on the exact day today, but it was probably originated at this time of year because that's when bourbon started. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, but it's really about the boudin. I got to tell you, I saw that menu, and it's really about the boudin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> once you get a taste for that, you, you'll never stop. You just keep eating it. Excuse me, 260-6368 is the number. Now, what else is happening today in deliciousness? Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to cough. Go ahead, Tom. Uh, no, go ahead. No, the uh, just to finish off this uh, this business about coffees, uh, while I was talking to this guy who was the chairman of the board of et cetera, et cetera, which we've already explained, uh, I, uh, for the first time in my life, I developed a taste for espresso, and I, I love it ever since. Bang. And yeah. it's, What does cappuccino <clears throat> have to do with capuchin monks, which are disgusting, by the way? <laughs> uh, it, it, they, the, uh, the coffee itself is named, the color of it names, is named after the... T- the uh, decaying bodies? The, not decaying bodies, no. They were, well, there was a lot of that going on, but the people themselves... There's still a lot of that going on. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, especially we in Palermo. In Palermo, I was yeah, about to say we that. We went to that place where you could go into one of those for, for a long way and be creeped out like nothing you've ever seen. Yeah, but uh, you know what? You know what? <laughs> talked me out of going in the smell i just it's it was well, gross it was let's gross. not talk about yeah that. <laughs> i could certainly not I mean, on there a are food certain show. things that don't need really not on a food uh, show. too much elucidation yes that is for sure yeah the old kitchen sage says mm-hmm. just as the old is kitchen sage wine, is saying a coffee something? blended from several kinds of beans will always have more interesting flavors than all in one kind. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, like I think that's else, absolutely I think true. It makes sense. I don't know if I've ever looked into that with regard to chocolate, which I kind of think of in the same vein as coffee. Cocktails more than anything else. What? There's thousands blended? of cocktails. Well, I mean, anytime you make something a little more complex, it's going to be more interesting. I mean, that stands to reason with just about anything, mm-hmm. actually. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight. So I went to uh, I went to Koshan for lunch, mm-hmm. and I felt compelled to get a lot more than I would have because, like I said, I could have stopped at the bread, but you know that would have been extremely distasteful. So um, I ordered. I didn't want to eat a big lunch, so I ordered pork belly with. Um, like an apple something on top. It was not a slaw. It was not a, it was like little chopped up, marinated, sugary kind of apples with a little sauce. Mm-hmm. Relish. Relish. That's the word we're looking for. It was an apple relish. That's what it was. Yeah. And um, it was just one slice of pork belly. I know you love pork belly. And then we got they, grits. They, uh, over there at uh, at the, that bunch of restaurants, they have always had a taste for I know. For pot. Well, you know why? Yeah. Because it's good, Tom. Yeah. I yeah. know it's not no, your I'm, thing, but it's really, really good. I mean, it, look, you have to have a certain amount of affinity for animal fat, I have to mm-hmm. tell you, you know. Yeah. Because yeah. that's have, essentially what it is. If you have a taste for bacon, it would do you. Well, it, is, it is bacon, but it's, it's much fattier than bacon. I mean, bacon is very thinly sliced, so you don't really, you know, the, the, the fat kind of cooks up. But in this case, the fat remains fat. But it was uh, one little slab of pork belly with some apple relish on it. We got um, butter beans or lima beans, and they were the large kind, which were really good. And grits that came. And I'm sure they were Belgarde. They, you know, because they do grits too. And this would be the kind of place where you would get that kind of really hearty, um, coarse grits. Belgarde is being your uh, favorite it's my It's my bellwether of everything. It's my, it's my barometer of, yeah. of wonderfulness, you know, having to do with any kind of starch, I would say. So... Um, we got that and mac and cheese. Oh my gosh! I think we might have a new. <laughs> we cannot see again. To escape I would love this. to have the webcam to show Tom's face, but for you out there, which would be the ninety-nine point nine percent of you that love mac and cheese, uh, Koshan has an incredible mac and cheese. Up to this point. My favorite mac and cheese, aside from the one that I make, which honestly is not as good as some of these, um, but 
up until this point, my winner in that department was um, brown butter. Brown butter is they something I love. Fantastic one. I gotta say though, I think this one tops it. Yeah. I do. I think it. I think it tops it. It was spectacularly good, and um, and we had a, a duck and andouille gumbo, which had okra in it. Hmm. Well, that's a classic there. Wait, do you have much. okra and duck and andouille gumbo? They're, really? Yeah, pretty I thought, much. I mean, I you, okra kind of was in a seafood, and then yeah, that's pretty much true. But uh, there's nothing that says you, you can't put, put okra it in, there. in something to thicken it because it's that's so. That's one of the reasons. Is that right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, this was really great. It had that perfect brown roux to it. It was just fantastic. And so uh, that was it. That was the entirety of the menu on our table, which was really kind of too much for the table. It was a little tiny two-top, but it was delish. And I will be back before long to Koshan. And I just yeah. have never, I've just never been all in on Koshan because I thought it was pretty much a, you know, New York Times darling and and mm-hmm. tourist kind of place. But wow, it was really good. Really good. Well, uh, I uh, I certainly agree with you about that. Uh, yes. I'm I've I've you know it's it was good. It was uh, Cajun, you know, and uh, and, and you know well He's, put where together. Where's he from? South Louisiana, southwestern th- Louisiana. I, I, I say. think so. I'm not Maybe positive. Maybe Appaloosa or something. But then okay. he opened up uh, the the place over on the corner of um, St. Charles Avenue, and what's the cross street? Herb Saint. Uh, Herb, no, Herb Saint was the restaurant. Uh huh. And was uh, that, his, that wasn't his first. Was that it? was his first. Is it really? Yeah. He okay. that restaurant was the first major new restaurant to open after after uh, Hurricane Katrina. And Wait, every, like, like open for the first time, you mean or oh, reopen? Op, oh, no, in that case, it was a brand new opening. Oh, OK. Yeah. OK. And um. they um, and they bragged on that a lot. And, well, they should have because uh-huh. it was something that people could really relate to. It was fairly inexpensive and it was. Um, you know, I've never been there. You've never been there? I have never been to Herb Saint. Well, it doesn't move me a lot. I've never been there. I've never been to Bayona. Bayona, I do, I do like because uh, Susan Spicer and I go way back. We, she was uh, uh, doing what she does, and uh, she uh, was always in the neighborhood, it seemed like. Uh, so... Uh, but uh, I like bumping into her every now and then, now and then. Yeah. You know? All right. 260-6368 is the number. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. That That's it. That's all I have to report on my uh, on my lunch, which was excellent. Yeah. Absolutely excellent. Looking for anybody who would like to comment about my bread question. Mm-hmm. Is there any restaurant in town where you would go for just the bread? Our biscuits is the bread. Yes, biscuits. Biscuits count? count. Windsor Court cheddar and herb biscuits absolutely do count, for sure. Why? Mm. Do you have something? Just it's on my mind because I like a good biscuit. I do too. I hate a bad biscuit. Bis- biscuits, <laughs> biscuits that just kind of <laughs> like are falling else, apart. There are way more bad things than there are good. Oh, things. boo, boo, boo! But no, on the other so. hand, uh, that butcher place uh, was solid gold from day one. Yeah, it is, and it's in, yeah. it's it's unbelievably popular. I know. Even it, after it, all this time, it is unbelievably popular. Yeah. How many people were standing out line, out, out uh, the the line out the door today? Here's something. Unbelievable. This is just completely by coincidence. 
I had this little card here that was mailed to me by somebody I don't know who. But it, it, it's, it's about Cochon. Isn't that weird? That is weird. At Cochon, that Chef's Donald Lincoln. What are Lincoln, they doing? Well, let's find out. I'm going to read it. Okay. I, I'm sure they wouldn't mind. At Cochon, Chef's uh, Donald Link and Stephen Strajewski reconnect with culinary roots seated in Cajun Southern dishes and regional cuisine. Their guiding philosophy is to produce honest, simple food, showcasing their expertise in all things pork. Today, they have (laughs) elevated the simple pig to a glorious hog heaven. (laughs) That's great, isn't it? Yes. That's... um, Pig is, Grab something. Is, uh, I have to say it is pretty uh, delectable, and really it's a wonder we haven't decimated the whole population. Last night we had a nice little dinner, too, at yeah. Del Porto. Yeah, that was uh, a lovely evening. So Del Porto is a place, first of all, it's, I think, my favorite restaurant in the entire metro area. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. And um, it's, it's, it's very certainly close one to of our mine. house. Yep. And it's totally swell, and they have a great happy hour. So sometimes after the show, we jump in the car and go on in to downtown Covington and have their happy hour, which ends at 6. I thought it was 6.30, but it's 6. Well, what I had yesterday was just delicious. I mean, starting off. Who knew that Tom could sign on to the small plates happy hour world? (laughs) No, no, that's, that's, I think that's very... um, that's very. What's the surprising word I'm looking for? Surprising. The surprising. Word is surprising for but me. I'm I'm looking for something. Uh, you know, uh, something elegant. I, I don't know. The word will come to me within the next twenty minutes. Well, <laughs> if I'm lucky. Well, as long as we don't have to just sit there waiting for the time to tick away while you do it. Uh, they have every day. They have a pizzetta, a little pizza. Yep. And it's different. And the first time I went, it was fantastic. But the other couple of times I've gone, I didn't like, it changes every time. And I didn't like what was on it. Hmm. But the dough is great. The crust is fantastic. And uh, they, have a, they have a pizza. They have a pasta. And they have a uh, frito misto every day mm-hmm. with different things in and on all of those things. And uh, yesterday they had a really great, like, roast potato and sausage pasta. And we're talking about little portions, folks. You know, this happy hour is little portions. I wasn't sure whether it was pasta or, like, a little piece of white meat from something. It was... But it was delicious. Everything they put on the plate in front of us. Well, you had mussels, too. Mussels. You know what got... There was one thing that got me about that. And that is, mussels are so cheap mm. in in the marketplace yeah. that to give me, what was it, eight of them or 12 of them, uh-huh. that's okay. Come on. I mean, well, give me a break. Well, it is happy hour, and it's a little small portion. That's the whole idea for happy hour. So we spent, what, $55 or something? We got, no, but we did bad. order the regular white bean puree off the menu, which is just you have to Delish. get it if you're there you have yeah. to get it yeah that's and um and so that was the only thing that we actually ordered off the menu but those little portions are really really good and it's a it's an extensive menu for happy hour it's like eight different things that you can mm-hmm. get and they're all really good and so it was a wonderful way to you know knock 
knock off after the show, you know, just mm -hmm. like sit and relax. And uh, and it, it's so filling if you get enough of those. They're very filling. So well, very was, much so. that was dinner, you know. Yeah. I don't know who goes in there and does happy hour and then does dinner. Uh, me neither. But not us. We did not do that. No. Two six zero six three six eight. We are doing our usual, just chatting incessantly about yeah, yeah. food. What, what do you What do you have planned for your uh, for the weekend? I mean, here we are. Well, we're going to go to Felix's. We're going to Felix's. Yes. When are we doing that? Felix's on the North Shore open yeah. today. Oh, did it? Yep. No kidding. Out by the lakefront. Uh, oh no no they're they're in uh, in the old Natinis. the old Natinis. Mm -hmm. And they've done a full gut on that place, so it will look nothing like anything that was there before. And it'll be interesting because, to me, that space will forever remain Creole, mm -hmm. which was it, its original. Yeah, it's, it's a, original. There have been what six, eight. Uh, there have been a lot different restaurants in that same More than building. A few. And uh, it was very much attended by people who lived on the North Shore. Well, it's a, it's a great location. It's a nice space. But, but over the years, it's been a succession of restaurants that pale in comparison to the original, first of all, and had now gotten to the point where, you know, scrap everything and start over again. So that's what Felix's did. Now, I'm not a fan of Felix's particularly, but um, they did put a lot of money in there. They scrapped everything. They cut it down to the studs and completely redid it in the Felix brand. So uh, we have to go over and see it because they open today, actually. Oh, is today the deal, huh? Yes, today is the day that they <clears throat> well, threw there open is, the doors for the first time on the North Shore. There is one uh, you know, little piece of information about... Uh, about uh, that uh, for, Felix's? Uh, Felix's. Yeah. And it is where I ate my first raw oyster. Oh, is that right? Really? Yeah. Well, how old were you? I was uh, 19. You just went in there and decided well, you were going to do raw a oysters? Couple of, a couple. I was trying to be a gourmet. And ah, a, And okay. a friend of mine, or some friends of mine, uh -huh. uh, were telling me I couldn't even begin to call myself a gourmet uh -huh. if I didn't eat raw oysters. Uh -huh. Well, it's so probably they, true. They challenged me on that. Uh -huh. I went and I ate them, and then I ate it right there. Right, yeah. Instant gourmet. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.